Welcome to Consider Yourself Hugged. I am your host, Tammy West, here back by myself again. So if you were with me for the past two weeks, you saw or heard wherever you do your podcast stuff that I had two wonderful women, Michelle Kixmiller and Gracie Lichtenstein, talking about mental health in the church. And so I'm by myself again for this week and probably next week. And then I do have some exciting news for April. So we'll come back to that in just a bit. But I thought this would be a great follow-up to talking about mental health in the church. This is something, I I have to tell you, I'm a little bit, I guess, I don't know if unorganized is the word, maybe maybe just not clear on where this is going to go, which I know we talk about, you know, when Michelle and I were together, that we're always sort of fly by the seat of our pants and we love to have organic conversations, but I do, you know, do some prep work. So just so you know, I try, but this was different. So like I walk and I plan and I think, and I pray and I spend time trying to figure out at least what direction I want to go with this. But this time, I mean, I knew it was something that I needed to share with you. I just wasn't sure how it was going to like flow. So I am going to jump in and sort of give you the background on this activity that I did with my friends And we'll just, you know, I'm just going to share my heart with you because it was so powerful for me. So on to that. I think it was probably a year ago. I'm not really sure. There were four of us who, and I will tag them on social media. They were not able to record with me today. So I hate that, but they, they are thrilled that I'm sharing this with you. We started this Bible study. I'll put links to everything in the show notes, pictures, everything. And it's called the Elijah Project. Now, if Christianity isn't where you are, you know, please keep listening. This this activity is so powerful, regardless of where you are in your walk or what your beliefs are, it was just powerful. We started this Bible study on Friday mornings. Life gets in the way right. and we we don't meet unless it's all of us. So it has taken us, I'm going to say a year to get through this, but it didn't matter It just didn't matter at all because every time we got together, it was amazing. So this Elijah project was looking at, whoops, let me put that in front of you, was looking at our lives, our lives as women and sharing things that were vulnerable and powerful. And one of the first things early on in the book, so, and I, my friend Beth, who was the one who set all this up and it was always at her house, she's very creative. So it had to be a coloring activity, of course. So she always had our our colors and everything laid out for us. The first thing that it asked us to do is to ask the question, who am I? And then these are the things that involve the activity, the things for you to think about. And this was, to, well, let me just read it. Reflect on how you feel today. Use colors, images, and words to express what's going on with you. Where are you holding your anxiety or frustration? Where do you feel happy, loved, and cared for? What is on your mind and your heart today? And so it was about, again, using colors, images, and words. So this this was blank. I am going to, I will figure out a way to do it. Let's just say I will have some blank images for you in the show notes so that you can print this out. I will have a link to this study if it's something you're interested in doing. But I I want you to do this in some shape, form, or fashion. So this is, I want you to see, and I'll put this in the show notes too. This is what, and hold it up while I talk. This is what I drew and wrote about myself. And this must have been at sort of a bad place. 
So I can't read everything, um, something too much, why, when. So apparently that's my brain up here. Let me hold this better. If, you, if you're listening and not watching. So the picture shows me with a sad face, brown hair drawn. And then coming out of my brain was too much worry, I think, when, why. And then you come down and I drew a red heart. And I put there, because remember, part of the question was, where do you feel loved? Where? What, like, where in your body? Where do you hurt? Where do you feel love? So I put, I love you every second of every day, which I think is probably me saying, I feel that from God, from my husband. Then down here in my stomach, I put <laughs> sweets and more aging. So I'm thinking what that meant. There's a big ball of yellow. That is, I'm getting older, the things that are just blah for me is I love sweets and I just keep eating them and that doesn't always work out for me. Okay. And then I drew my lungs and I'm assuming that that is a place where I'm holding things, not in a good way. And I wrote the word breathe. I tried to be, listen, y'all can tell I'm not a great artist there. I will put that picture in the show notes. So I, I draw this image. I put where I'm hurting, I put where I'm feeling good and then talk about it with each other. You know, sometimes Bible studies, this is opinion, opinion only, but sometimes Bible studies can be very impersonal, big, big group. And sometimes I don't go because I want something deeper. And I'm, that is not a good thing. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just sharing with you how I feel about some of those get together with women. And sometimes it just isn't, it isn't where I feel like I need to be. That's probably not right. So anyway, the next thing it says your story. So on this one, it said, use the timeline to tell your story, mark your entrance into the world, and then mark major life changes, accomplishments, wins, losses. I put, hmm, so 1964 in this picture will be in the show notes. So if you're listening, there's this timeline and 1964 started way back here and then all the way to now. By the way, I'm not going to share anything deeply personal that any of the ladies shared with me or anything that I feel like would compromise um, our, um, oh, what's the word? Not confidentiality, but our trust with one another. But I put things like, here are the things that I put that were maybe losses, things in my life, um, growing up in poverty, not feeling safe in my life. Um, no real relationship with God, the mental hospital, my years teaching, although there were good things with that, but that was a, that was kind of a bad time for me. The fire, when my house burned down, my divorce, the time with my mom, you know, kind of having to take care of her and then going even more forward, COVID, um, worrying about my kids, change in income. And this is funny. I think I meant this funny, but down in the bottom, I wrote in big letters, cat. So, you know, the, the women are with, there's, they're not really cat people. We, we got this crazy cat, which I think, you know, then I put some of the really positive things, um, job, marriage. I had my kids. I did put teaching again, um, meeting Tim speaking my dogs. I don't know, looking back on it, it feels a little bit superficial, but that's where I was in my life. So as we went through the study, there were so many times in that book that involved talking about where you're hurting, what you're feeling, you know, what your life is like, what you're going through, and then sharing them, sharing those things with people you trust. It was, 
it was just huge. And that's what I mean. It didn't matter that it took a year to do, I, I don't know, 12 lessons maybe. And, and I could be wrong again on the time, but um, so there were um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, ten sessions. Took us a long time. There were questions in there about self-care. Are you taking care of yourself? Drawing your circle of friends, you know, the very, very close ones all the way out to just acquaintances and what role those people pay in your life. But the big thing that prompted me to want to share with you is actually the final activity that we did. I'm thinking maybe that's a Walmart delivery. I'm just going to keep talking as if this is live or else uh, y'all know how it is now in this, in this world. I love the Walmart delivery, by the way. Oh my gosh. I can't even hardly go to the store anymore. Whole nother story. All right. So where was I? So on our final day, I think at some point prior to that, one of the things that came up was the fact that we don't always see ourselves the way other people see us. And one of the, the pictures that I drew was how I think, I don't think that, that I always know, well, none of us do really, how we come across to people across versus how we feel on the inside. And that really spoke to Beth. So in our final time together, she gave us homework. So we had these little folders at church and we didn't know what it was. She left one for each of us. And then we had our homework and then we got together and talked about it. And our homework was this blank picture, which I'm going to get a blank picture for you. This was not in the book. It was based on the book, but she created this for us. So she sent us this worksheet based on the Elijah project. I'm going to read what it says. The first quote or the quote that it starts with is, oh, the gift that God could give us to see ourselves as others see us by Robert Burns. I'll put that in the show notes. And I also want to say, I've been messing around with artificial intelligence. I don't know, you know, this has been a huge time in AI. I know there's the positive and the negative, but I've been making images that I'm just in love with. So I'm going to play around with that and put the image in the show notes. But to see ourselves the way others could see us. And my son has said that to me many times when I've shared some of my struggles with him. He said, mom, if only you could see yourself the way I see you. Her directions were, the Elijah Project study to be completed with our girlfriends was intended to be a place where we could grow, encourage, and support one another, which it was. And we all need that. Maybe that's the foundational thing I want to get across to you here is that we need that place to grow, encourage, and support. So going on, she says, for our homework, I wanted us to see how others see us. And then more importantly, how God sees us as we complete our study on Elijah. Using colors, words, images, draw how you see each person in our little group. So she gives us this blank one, which I don't have a blank one, but I will have a blank one. By the time you see this, it will be in the show notes. And I have my three. So there are four of us. So I have all three of mine. Put them in the show notes. I shared this. I was doing a webinar. I don't a couple of months ago on self-esteem and I shared this and they seem to love it so much. And that's really why I wanted to share this with you. So let me show you the first one. And this is the way now, remember the one I shared with you a minute ago. And if you are just listening, I described it for you. Let's see if I can get that straight. 
Okay. So this is me. So if you're listening, let me describe it. I have my brown hair and my glasses and let's do the body part first. So there's a heart drawn on the inside and it says kind, and then a little infinity thing that says good friend. And then my little shoes identify me as a servant. And then on the outside, there are some drawings. So there's a wrench over here and it says the fixer. Oh my gosh, I'm such a fixer. Um, a heart with the cross loves the Lord. And then a bunch of hearts strung together loves her family. On the other side, there is a graduation cap with a bulb, like a light bulb. It says intelligent. I don't know about that. I think I'm faking it. And then there's stairs meets people's needs. So it has me reaching out to someone, bringing them up the stairs with me. And then there's a laughy face that says sense of humor. We don't say these things about ourselves, right? I mean, we don't walk around saying, I am such a servant. You know, look at me, look at my shoes. Oh, I am a fixer, unless it's a saying it in a bad way, or I have such a sense of humor. I mean, some people might do that, but all right. So the second one, this one also has me with brown hair, glasses, and this heart in the middle. And then outside, it says huge heart, loving, giving, compassionate, funny speaker, great conversationalist, and grounded deeply. I thought that was so sweet. And then the final one, me again with the glasses and the brown hair. Now for this, one of my, this is Denise's, I have on a green dress with the heart and I have some brown black boots on, which she says, because I wear boots a lot. And then she has a graduation cap with a tassel on the top. And then on the outside, she has um, x-ray vision to see through armor, insightful, lover of others, like Charmin, both strong and gentle. And then on the other side, um, smart and educated, big, compassionate heart, cares for others and their feelings, or cares for others and their feelings, right? And then seems reserved at first but always up for some fun. I mean, in many ways, talk about x-ray vision because I think I do come across as reserved, but I am always up for some fun. We shared this these with each other and there were tears and there was laughter and I had such a good time doing this. We, you know, why don't we see ourselves the way others see us We've talked about this before in other sessions that we have this negative inner critical voice and I'll put links to at least one of the sessions I've done on that about why some of the reasons why we have that critical voice and ways to get past it. What's the point in doing an activity like this? Gosh, I see so many. First is to have a support system, to have a place where you can grow and encourage and support one another. Second is to work through some of the things that are going on in your life with other people that you trust. So I know that's related, but I mean, really being honest and vulnerable and talking about the situations, you know, some people call them the warts that you have to work through those. And finally, to be able to see yourself in a more positive light than you may be currently doing. You know, maybe you're at a good place and that's great, but I want to encourage you to do this with your friends even if you are on a really if you're in a good time frame of your life and you're feeling great like you see yourself in a positive way, then be that encouragement to others because it's about all of us doing that together. So, 
that's it today. I didn't want to take up a whole lot of your time, but it was such a powerful activity for me. I hope that you will go to the show notes. I'll have the pictures. I'll have the blank page. I'll have the quote from Robert Burns, um, hopefully an AI image to go with it. And gosh, I would so love if you would in the comments section or on Facebook. Okay. So if you're not following me on social media, I'll put links in there for my Facebook page and also for my private women's group, whichever one you want to go to and, and post maybe your drawing or something that you did with the group, or maybe some advice about other ways to support, encourage one another. So thank you as always for being here. I can't wait to share my exciting news. I'll share that with you next week. Um, subscribe, download, rate, comment, be a part of the group, be a part of the, uh, the blog, post, show notes, all of that stuff. And until we're together next time, consider yourself hacked.